Hello, listeners. So as you guys know, one of our favorite sponsors is Boston Beer Ventures, and they are now offering guided beer tastings via Zoom or Instagram Live, both. If you guys want to enjoy beers with friends or family or coworkers from the comfort of your own home, email bostonbeerventures at gmail.com with code sidebar for 20% off. Uh, question, should I sip slowly or can I chug? You tell me, Jennifer. Oh, by all means, chug, always. Okay. Right, That's good, good, what good. we say here at the sidebar. Just want to make sure. So cheers, stay sane, stay safe in these trying times. Uh, I completely forgot that my high school boyfriend gave me a graduation present, which Herbie's, was... I was, oh, was just going to say Herbie's Jennifer. <laughs> oh, you just beat me to it. <laughs> no, that's not the answer. He gave me a toaster oven. <laughs> what? That's amazing. <laughs> we, and then a time machine and you went back to the 50s and it made sense? Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Total Sidebar. I am your hostess, Ellen Cumley. Despite what you may have heard in the press, despite the fake news, hoax, madness out there, I do have my two co-hosts with me. Say hello, Jen Palmer. Oh, hello, Ellen. And say hello, Miss Alexandra Shumway. Hello there. I um I didn't know we were in the press. And part of fake news. I think well, we arrived. <laughs> hello, Jen, you, know, you guys. You know what? I actually think we could. We, you know what? I would proudly carry the banner of fake news. I think we're the kind of podcast where our listeners would say, yeah, they made that up. Sure they did. And we'll go with them on that. We are not I'm a sure major news. sure they have news. said that. I'm sure it's, they have. They've actually said they made that up. We have prefaced many an episode with, we don't fact check. Remember I that? I don't, but you know what I will say in our defense is, I don't think we've made that much stuff up. I believe. I've made up song lyrics. I make up stuff like more oh than I don't. Oh my God. This is all of a sudden, it's a confessional. All of a sudden, I was just about to make a huge pronouncement about how we try to be truthful all the time. And not one, but both of them have just confessed to making stuff up. I, I'm oh, out You got it. It helps the story. No, I can just get them that It's true. Okay, listeners, I'm going to do my best to keep this a truthful podcast. If I know these two clowns, and if I see them, I'm going to look for the tell. I love that term. I'm going to watch for your nervous tell. And if you start saying something that I know that you are lying about, I'm going to ping you. I'm going to What's ping my you. tell? I, I don't know. What my tell is now, too. I want to know. I, I, I believe, I believe for Alex, although it's really hard to it's really hard to uh, break it down. I think she starts talking a little bit faster. Like if it's something that <laughs> I, she's- I totally agree. I totally agree. She's not agree. entirely yep. 100% sure. She's yes. like, yes, as far as I understand it, sharks just yes. walk on land. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I agree. That's totally it. Or if, she's del- if you're delivering news that you don't want to deliver, Alexander, you talk really fast. Yeah. You- I, yes, I yeah. also am the worst kind of liar because there's way too many details and things that you didn't need <laughs> you to include. Totally, going. I know. <laughs> Like, but it comes from a place of love oftentimes. You're like, mm-hmm. I don't really want to say the truth, so I'm just going to go really yeah. fast and throw a million things at you, and, and hopefully you'll just be so confused by, ah! Totally, it's terrible. That's, <laughs> I always say, I'm like, I'm the worst liar. Like, when we, when we used to play poker on New Year's Eve, like, once a year, and we would play, and I would sit there, and I would think to myself, like, 
dude, be cool, be cool, be cool. You got to go to him, be cool, be cool. And I know I, by trying so hard to be cool, I was so uncool. And you could probably yeah, see it. me like, like, you're the ear grip. Like, I got a good hand. Be cool. <laughs> it's terrible. I, yeah, I, I, my tells are probably like, Hey, Alex, are you lying? You can probably see me like, you know, my tail starts wagging and I'm going back and forth. You're like, oh. I used to play, I used to play poker with a bunch of people and there was a guy who showed me nameless, but he was a terrible, a terrible poker face. And, and you, you always knew it's like, okay, he's got the cards or no, he doesn't. Who's he kidding? Like he was just a terrible poker player. And so at the end of one round, I think he would almost been wiped out. He'd lost most of his money. And um, they said, somebody said, I can't remember exactly what it was. It was something like, well, you don't have, it seems like you don't really have a great poker face. He goes, oh, maybe I'd be better off playing with my face. (laughs) 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 I couldn't even understand what that meant. He's like, maybe I'm better off my face played. I don't even Aww. know what to do with him. So anyway, the tells, yes. And Jen's tells are tougher. I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to watch you. Because you don't you don't elaborate regularly as much as, as Alex does. No, but I probably have a different facial one, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, you may. You may. Um, my te- I don't know what my tell is. Oh, I, hold on. I, I think no, my I tell is I think my tell is I'm lying. <laughs> yeah, you just come right out of there. Do, I, have I don't think you may I don't think you make up a lot, Ellen. I think you're pretty factual. I, I tr- yeah, I try to be. Either that or you're really good I'll, at it. I'll vamp every once in a while. She's like, oh, yeah, no, of course, I remember uh, Richard III, I, 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 that act two. That's yes. what I would have gone with oh, when I'm vamping, yes. is yes. Richard III. Oh, I, yes. But, <laughs> By the way, listen, she's waving her hands back and forth. I'm Although, waving. Jennifer, I do yeah, have your mine? tell. I know your tell. What is it? Your tell is you'll say something and you go... <laughs> And I'm like, oh, that's a coarse laugh. I can hear it. I know exactly what you're doing. Interesting. Listen, I'm a talker, but you do that. You like that laugh was real. That one, right? Yeah, there that was, was real. real. But I and know I what can, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's it, we. You're right. We do. We all have a tell, and it is. Yeah. I want to really start. I don't know to start over talking again. This is yeah, it. Stop. This is me. Wind stop, it down. Alex. Wind it down. Now we have just so so our listeners can take an excursion outside of where they are maybe they are trapped in their homes in their apartments with their families their kids their cats who are losing weight and you're not which i think is wrong and weenie god damn it weenie stop showing me up um but i had a little vacation and i would love to hear any other vacations i will just i will paint a picture for anybody out there who likes to dream of leaving town because we are so quarantinioed right now and i went up to the adirondacks which are the mountains in upstate new york and sat in a house that i have visited for over 40 years with very long time friends in this old house on a lake and it was one of those, gee, and, and everybody does this no matter what year it is and what vacation you're on, where you think, could I live up here? Could I move up here? It is so quiet. It's so beautiful. How hard can it be? And of course, you start breaking it down going, well, the winters are long. Yep. And the town is small. And there's nothing to do other than 
snowshoeing through the woods and being on the lake in the summertime. But I will say, in closing, it was really nice to get out of my own house and get in the car and drive four hours and have my sanitizer and my gloves and whatever I needed to do to be able to make it from here to there and then camp in a new place and have a new vista. Like just look out your window and be looking at something different than what we've been looking at for all these months. So I am very thankful that I was able to do that and shout out to my pals who hosted me there. They are longtime sidebar listeners and thank you guys. It meant everything to get out of town. Um, And I want to hear, I think Jen, did you get a chance to go someplace? I did. We did. We went to the Cape um, for nice. like 10 days and it was great. And to your point, yes, uh, just getting out of these four walls was in and of itself a vacation. But, but um, I, you know, it just, it felt normal for a minute. I, mm-hmm. I mean, granted we were outside probably like when we're not, when we weren't there the week before, we were inside 90% and outside 10. And I feel like on vacation, we were outside 90% and inside 10. And because you're outside, you just, a lot of the restrictions and the barriers and the fears and everything is taken away a little bit. So it was really, it was really nice. It felt like not only getting out of my house, but getting out of my head a little bit. Yeah. So that to me, I think was the most um, calming of it all. Um, Oh, and there was a lot of alcohol. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Alexander, do you want to add to that? Because you were there for part of it. You contributed oh, nice. to that. Uh, yeah, we drank, we drank a lot of booze. A lot of booze. Like, I, I, literally, you're I the only up. people in America drinking right now. Nobody no, else is. No, it's weird. We feel a little bit like yeah. pariahs. Mm. Totally, totally. Yeah, no, we, it was, it was, oh God, it was lovely. <clears throat> Just to, like, you're out on the beach and you're outside and, you know, everyone, at least where we were, was being very good and very, very careful. I mean, the beaches, there's a lot of people on the beaches, but everybody stays away from one another. And it's the best you can do. I mean, you know, in the beginning, I feel like everybody was so diehard, but you had to be because it was cold and you, you know, now it's outside and, and it's a little outside bit. Outside feels safer than outside inside, feels safer. which is yeah. weird, isn't and it? Because in the beginning, it was like inside is safer. And now it feels like outside is safer than inside. Yeah, I actually like Inside alone, yeah, in, yeah. Yeah. So it's just, you it know, nice. I mean, it's not perfect. It's not 100%. But it was a nice way to pretend a little bit that it was. I mean, again, you, yeah. you go to buy ice at the, at the liquor store and you're, everyone is fully masked up and you get in the car and you're sanitizing your hands again. With it. But it's, you know what? That's life right now. So I'll take it. It was great. What, you just what said I, we could only buy like, ice at the liquor store. What I do like, like is the only the errand store? that you guys ran was the liquor, <laughs> the liquor store. store. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's but not I, untrue. First of all, listen, we had a lot of kids with us, Ellen. Okay. Oh, I, I sure. I was just going to say, but, but they're big drinkers. Also, it's I not mean, like, on. it's not like we didn't bring a lot of booze, but you run out a little. And sometimes you're like, maybe I feel like gin signs. Did I bring gin? No. Damn it. Damn. You know, so you got to do what you got to do. No, you or you need be a ready. lime or the bag of ice. Oh, Ellen, didn't you say that we had some uh, listener, uh, like, emails? Oh, mailbag. Let's go to mailbag corner, Mailbag. <laughs> That's the mailbag yes, song, we, by the Yes, way, we did. I do want to say we did get some mail. We also got some texts and... 
I had no idea that rhubarb was going to be as bitterly spicy, snappy, uh, and as deep-rooted uh, a story in some people's lives. And shout out to super fan Sarah, who wrote us a, a hilarious story um, about her experience, childhood experiences with rhubarb. And I, for one, and I think we all ended up on the same page, I think we're all in agreement that rhubarb is just not anybody's number one anything. It's no. just not. It can work. You have to work to make it work. We're not going to go down the path again and deconstruct making it sugary. But boy, uh, we were not alone in our little rhubarb prison. That can is for I- sure. I'm sorry. I have got to, I, yes, Sarah, shout out to you, but I got to yeah. give a shout out to one Miss Ellen Comley. The amount of rhubarb puns you just dropped in that you were talking about bitter stories and deep rooted. I was like, I, the deep rooted right now. That was really say. good. Really you guys, good. Really when good. are you guys going to wake up to my talent? When That's are you going to wake up to it? I'm just, <laughs> I'm, just I'm, 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 I'm over here. Like, you know, like doing yes. the golf clap over golf here. I yeah. also, Thank you. Ellen, Thank you. Ellen and Jennifer, I have to tell you, the other day, granted, my college roommate, Melanie, big super fan of the podcast, I looked out at my phone the other day, and I see that Melanie has texted me. And when you only get the one word, like the preview of the text, all it says is, fuck. And I was like, <gasps> oh, God, what happened? And I open it up. It just says, fuck creamsicles. <laughs> <laughs> creamsicles also not a lot of fans of the no. of the Wait, sidebar but also melanie i have to say super fan melanie it's the right, best Jennifer. package i got about three weeks ago was from you which was the alberto vo5 <gasps> legit hot oil treatment i don't know where you found it girlfriend it is impressive i am literally saving it in my bathroom hidden it in my cabinet so nobody can find it for some night in the near future where i'm all alone in my home dear god dear fauci please make that happen at some point so that i can go in my bathtub and pretend it's 1978 and hot oil my hair and put it up in a towel and oh my god it's going to be amazing but i cannot do it until then but thank you so much melanie that was so sweet and it was i i laughed out loud the moment i opened the package so thank you i would i would also like to say to all fans of the sidebar at large i really appreciate all of you not sending me any rhubarb at all like none (laughs) there's none on my doors and don't don't even i just don't because you know it'll go right into the rhubarb trash pile I have to tell you guys, and this is here on the sidebar uh, in downtown city, we do our very best to say apolitical, and I will remain apolitical, but I just want to share one little anecdote. Oh, I love this. I will, but. <laughs> but I will, but. <laughs> so I don't think we're going to stay apolitical. So, so no, we on. are. Well, let's see if, let's just see. Let's just see if I can stay apolitical. All I will say is that in this uh, election year, where things are very important and people should make big decisions on uh, who they support and make their government their own. We have so many things to solve. And um, vote, please vote. And, and everybody, please vote. Make sure you're registered to vote. You'd be surprised that you might not be if you haven't voted or if you've moved. So yes, I, that's a public service announcement we definitely should give. So I decided to do something. I am the laziest boomer voter ever in the history of the world. I haven't gotten up and really done anything in many, many years. And so I registered through um, 
uh, through Vote Save America to do a text bank. So I texted oh. uh, Floridians to make sure they were they were uh, asking for mail-in vote ballots, right? So so you just send a text. And all I'm saying, my public service announcement is, it's super easy to do this. And if you want to do something that makes you feel like you're trying to help, this was, I did it for Florida because it's a battleground state. Um, I'm revealing my politics and I really don't mean to do that. Our listeners can be on any side of the political spectrum and we love you anyway. But the reason I bring up the, the story is that if you do this, no matter what side you're on, if you do this and you text, basically you're click, 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 click clicking and sending out tons and tons and tons of texts. Huh. And then you'll see if anybody answers you, just like I'm sure everybody listening has gotten texts. I get texts saying, hey, are you ready to support so-and-so? Hey, can you donate $20 to blah, You know, if you get on anybody's texting list, you start getting these things. So anyway, my job as Mrs. Political Helper is to um, answer them when they come in. And the good news is this whole system helps you. They have FAQs, they have answers to things, all this stuff. Anyway, all I'm gonna say is most of them were, were a couple of people, most of them don't answer you. A few of them say, yes, I'm registered, you know, go so-and-so, you know, whatever it is. And then you'll get, um, opt me out, leave me alone, leave me alone, stop, 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 leave me alone, which is fine, anybody opting out. And then you'll get a couple of trolls. And I don't do that much on social media. So I don't get trolled very often because I just don't do much. I'm sure if I did more, I would. And so <laughs> this guy said something like, stop texting me, you frog turd. Oh, you're a frog turd. Wow. That was harsher than it needed I know. to be. And so the advice of the- I'm going to tell Quinn to stop texting him. I will. Yeah, will. come on. He's 10. We gave him an old iPhone that he can- oh. So here's the maturity thing, the maturity question. So I'm like, oh, frog turd, you called me a frog turd? I got to respond to you. And I thought, wait, you're responding on behalf of this organization or behalf of this candidate. So you have to think about, you know, how you answer things. So I just wrote back and I said, sorry, we'll take you off the list immediately. And really sorry, you don't like frogs. Nice. <laughs> just Very let nice. it go. So and that was my- ribbit, comma, Ellen. Could have, could have, and could have gone many, many different places. Anyway, you could have made I, a broke joke or something. No. I could have, you know, I could have. I have I the skill, I have the talent, but I bring it up for two reasons. One is I can't believe I got called a frog turd. That's the most important thing. And number two is you can do things, people, whatever side you're on, you can do things that are really easy. They take an hour of an hour a week to do something to make sure people are registered to vote, to make sure people can get mail-in ballots. But even if you don't want to do any of that, do it yourself. Make take sure it, you're ready. Take it from and a frog turd. And take it from a frog turd. And when you get that ballot, as soon as we get those ballots, mail it early. You know what kind of crazy, crazy town's going on out there. So end of political discussion. Sorry about that. I feel like we can just go to like it or not. start out with one that I believe okay everything in like it or not today is a little bit bizarre I think this one is gonna be the most controversial so I'm just gonna lead with it like it or not really dark chocolate okay I'll go first Jennifer so I knew it I knew it's gonna be tough go ahead a little honesty do I like it I don't I really don't 
I, I should, and it was better for you, and this and that, and I'll eat it for whatever <laughs> reason. Right. But do I like it? You know what? If I'm gonna have to, if I'm gonna have to peel back the curtain, the answer, Ellen, is no. It's just, it's just no. I don't like it. I like it sweet. I like the sweet and the milk, and that's my preference. I will eat it, and I have eaten it, and I will eat it again. <laughs> when it's but really no, late at night, and there's nothing else there. <laughs> I'll eat anything. I'll eat it <laughs> totally. Jennifer, over to you. Okay, so I agree with everything you said. Like I, I am a child who grew up. Own, like picking out the milk chocolates from the Fanny Farmer box and then as desperation set in eating some of the dark ones and then at the very end it as was like desperation a, set in <laughs> can you like, just see like nine-year-old Jennifer like uh, oh god uh, here it comes oh my god, last milk <laughs> well let's talk about what it is it's like a pyramid like at the top is the milk you eat all the milks first and then wait except for the ones you don't like like a lemon cream uh, oh and then and I then like you go, I love it oh uh, 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 and then, so you you might leave one or two milks, right? Like a lemon cream, or for me, a coconut. <laughs> oh, that is gross. I'm with you right. there. It's totally gross, right? So then, then you go to, then you eat the darks of the kinds that you like, right? But you leave, of course, again, the aforementioned coconut and the lemon cream of the darks. Then desperation sets in. <laughs> then you go back <laughs> to the milks and you eat the coconut and the lemon, except for the coconut, I pick it off on each side. The pressure is And then intense. sometimes eat the bottom with just the top of my two teeth on the very bottom. duty with the box. Exactly. Oh my God. Send and then at back. the very, very end <laughs> are the, the, the just the complete left behinds of the dark chocolates. The same the lemon and the coconut, whatever. Okay, so there's that. So that's yeah. who I am and how I grew up. However, as an adult... Who has been on Weight Watchers numerous times. Yes. I have found that in trying times when you're talking about points and <laughs> deprivation and okay, I could I could either have like a, a you know a piece of milk chocolate, which is double the points of a piece of dark, or could have two quantity versus quality. I will go with the dark. And during those times of desperation, it does taste um what's the word i'm looking for like satisfying sophisticated or something like uh, a, a world that i'm not a part of like it seems like people <laughs> who are, who are, people who are smarter wealthier thinner thinner Upper than West i side. clearly enjoy enjoy that right ah. and and it's never been mine but if i were to say pair it with a tiny bit of wine and like oh don't i feel hmm. to the man of bone and 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 I'm stretching out my points. So I get it. It's there. It just seems like to me a little bit like a, a deprivation form of chocolate. If you're going to go chocolate, I go all in. I want it. it to be full fat, full milk, full, you know, caramel colored and deliciousness. I feel like <laughs> dark chocolate is for those who like to restrain themselves, who are thin because there's nothing tastes better than being thin kind of thick people. Nothing you know, tastes as good as thin sorry, feels. Sorry, I screwed that up. Thank as you. A That's what I meant yes. to say. But, but those are the people who are like, no, this is great. It's good. Oh, it's, it's like, delicious. you know what? You also don't have ice cream in your freezer. You have frozen yogurt or right. ice milk right. or something like that. Oh, they, I know they're like, oh, but I have one square of bittersweet dark chocolate every, every third night. night and it's delicious. Every no, third it's not. night. Ellen, you don't like it either. I know you. Well, I'm going to tell a true anecdote and it involves a sidebar listener, so it's going to be awkward. But... On vacation, one evening, for dessert, I was offered 
a dark chocolate square, like a Ghirardelli dark chocolate square, like 92% whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. And and I take By it. Way, it's like, hey. Wait, sorry. But a square of chocolate does not a dessert make. Thank you. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, that was your big dessert. I'm going to hand out packages, like one by one package. I should say that I'm sure something something else was consumed, but it was like a topper. Let's say it was a topper. Anyway, took it. I bite into it. And I literally had this thought. I thought, this is the taste of me being eight years old and climbing up on the kitchen counter and going into the baking cupboard and finding mom's baking chocolate yep. because I'm just dying for anything that's kind of sweet and there's nothing in the house and it's Thursday and we don't shop till Saturday. There's just nothing good. Everything's been consumed. So I gnaw on baker's chocolate, which as we all notoriously know is tasteless, is mm-hmm. utterly, utterly tasteless. Bitter. This chocolate, which is, yes, it's bittersweet chocolate, and it's meant to be combined with sugar and milk and butter to make it into something that's really great. And anyway, I I just, I would rather do without. I would absolutely rather do without them. And my kids, I think, I think my younger son is kind of a snob about you know, dark chocolate and the best from here and there, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, nope, I like it sweet. I would, if you offer me one of those versus say, Ellen, you have to wait two days to get a real piece of milk chocolate, I would wait. I'm, I'm thumbs down. Now, I've, that said, before you butt in, I, but not butt in, but interject. <laughs> I was um, going to say, that was aggressive. That was kind of rude. Um, <laughs> I just feel like hop- Jennifer just wanted to talk. I think I'm hopped up on dark chocolate. <laughs> Um, <laughs> she's angry because it's not sweet you know, you know i'm hungry even talking about this <laughs> no what i was gonna say is there are now i don't want to eliminate dark chocolate because i've had many wonderful desserts with dark chocolate sauce and dark chocolate shells and tulips and all this stuff but they're not that hardcore way at the end of that almost as an taste. I just want to put that out there because dark chocolate is a broad umbrella and I really mean the far, far end of the scale. Jen, I hope you'll chime in. Oh, uh, I my point is not that exciting. I was just yeah. going to say, I live in a town where Baker chocolate yes. uh, was born. Like I walk past the Baker chocolate factory Come on! pretty much every day. And it harkens for me that exact same memory of gnawing on, it came in the orange box and there were, like eight squares of them individually wrapped in, in like a, not a wax paper, but like a, a parchment paper. Yeah. And I remember the first time that I ever opened one up and started to gnaw on it with the lady with the like bustle yep. on like the Victorian lady on the cover. And it was like in, in like printed into the chocolate itself. And I remember thinking like, what the absolute F is this? But then I realized after many years of cooking later that dark chocolate and baking chocolate like that is always meant to be combined with butter, with sugar, right. with cream, with right. something to lighten it because it's a great taste, but concentrated like that, it's too much. Right. So All right. We're in violent agreement. I'm going to give you, I'm going two for two on food. Oh. Let's try this one. Yep. Like it or not, wasabi. Love, 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 a thousand times love. You want me to start? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I think, I oh, think Alex forgot for a minute it was a podcast. I'm trying to be respectful and not like, because I'm, I'm an interrupter. 
I'm an interrupter. So oh, I'm by all to be means. like, yeah. I don't have a lot to say. I just want to say that when I first discovered it with sushi, I was I was head over heels. I've I'd never experienced something that was that like that strong and and oh, it clears out your nasal passages. Oh, actually, that's not true. Uh, the Chinese mustard when I worked at Hunan Garden that you would mix Ooh, with the water that paste yeah, that could woo, out your out your nasal passages does it go? But wasabi also has oh god when you talk about combining it with things like when I learned to cook with wasabi, there's always wasabi in my fridge, a tube of it. You will always find it in my fridge because I use I add it to sauces. Interesting. And, oh, I oh, love I it. I think it has such depth. And it's not just for sushi anymore, people. And I, oh. I love wasabi. New Plus, marketing fun campaign, color, right? Jennifer. Wasabi. Yeah. It's not just for sushi anymore. It's just Especially. Not. And what a fun color. Oh, Jennifer, twice now you, you've stolen my line. I was going to say what a great color it is. That's part of one of the things I love about it. It is. So <clears throat> I agree with Jennifer. Yes, Alex. Yes. I agree with Jennifer. I love wasabi. Um, it is like... I, and, and this is my deep, dark sushi secret. Mm. You guys, I'm going to tell you right now. I love sushi. But some of the things I like the most about it are not just the fish. It's the wasabi. It's the salt. It's the rice. It's the, rice. It's the seaweed. Oh, it's the rice like, for you more than I, anything else. Uh, and and, and I, will, I will also do just, what is it, sashimi, like just regular pieces. But my favorite sashimi is the, the really thin tuna with the jalapenos on the top of it. I like the I like the spice. What can I say? And it's so good and it's such a pretty color and I love mixing with stuff. I love all the stuff. Plus, let's be honest. Jennifer just came up with a new marketing campaign for wasabi. It's not just for sushi anymore. But let's not forget one of the greatest ones. Wasabi. <laughs> I mean, come Didn't on. forget that. That was good. Right? Yeah. So there's that. So no, big fan. I'm I I'm I'm right there. Wasabi. Wasabi for life. Right on, right on wasabi. Okay, full disclosure. I don't eat sushi. uh, Say what? Okay, that's fine. I don't eat sushi. Wait, say what now? I've had a lot of lunches with you in my day. We've never gone for sushi. I was just going to say the same thing. You've never. I I feel like I've eaten it with you. No. Nope. Never. Nope. My kids love it. I don't eat it. Uh, just not a raw fish person, and my kids have tried. Yeah, there's all this. this. Anyway, we don't have to debate my non-sushi world, but the wasabi was the best part of sushi when I did try it. Every time it's like, oh, well, you can coat it with this stuff, and it'll blow your eyebrows off. I like that. <laughs> um, and then there's wasabi peas. And oh, I, I love, those. love wasabi oh, peas. Yeah. I could, I could just wasabi shovel them in. flavored, and I am using air quotes. Yes. Anything is delicious. Yeah. Yes. So I'm thumbs up. I don't, I don't use it to the degree that sushi eaters do, which I think is where it gets its most of its fame. Uh, but I do support it. I'm a full, I'm a full supporter. I'm, I'm shifting gears. It. I'm shifting gears to something. I don't even know where you guys are going to go. Last, like it or not, for today. Like it or not, unicycles. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> uh, that's that's a hard one to really kind of form an opinion on, <laughs> but a good one. Yeah. All right. So I'll I'll. You want to start? You want me to I'll start? I'll start here. So um, the unicycle. <laughs> I mean, I gotta give the person who can do it props. That's a lot of balance, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> like that's hard to balance. Like, and, and you know, they go forward and then they go back and then they go forward. Yes, they they do. <laughs> it's really impressive. Um, Listeners, if you could see her doing this impression on Zoom, it's impressive. She keeps coming into the camera, out of the camera. Into Imagine. The camera, the camera. <laughs> um, but I will say I've never, tr- I've never tried it. I nope. think, I think, you know what I think it would be? It would be like, you know, those, like, when you see those little, like those little cheerleader people or the, the figure skaters and you see them and they spin around, spin around. And then the partner throws the figure skater up in the air. I always think to myself, think about the first 15 times they tried that move. Did, did she break her neck? Did she break her foot? Whatever. I would think a unicycle is the same kind of thing. Like, how do you get up and you got, I feel like, if you're going to be a unicyclist, yes. mark, you yeah. got to just, you got to be able to like get up and go. I don't think there's going to be a whole <laughs> lot of like, okay, I'm going to jump for my 10th time. Like I'd be like, no, you know what? This hurts and I can't do it. It's not for me. That aside, in the town that I live in, we oh, have- God. you uh, don't even. I have to. In the town that I live in, I mean, this year we did not do it because it's 2020 and 2020 is like a big giant middle finger to the universe. But we have one of the one of the country's biggest flag day parades. Yes, folks, flag day is a thing. Wow. Anyway, so we have a very big flag day parade. And we always have this group, this family group. They are called the Cycling Murrays. And they I've are- seen them. Yes, they, they are- they're, I'm, I'm doing my air quotes. They're famous, I guess, in the cycling and unicycling. In the unicycling in the community. Circle? Yeah. Yep. So, like, maybe if there's a mag, if there's a trade magazine for unicyclists, I guarantee. I'm just gonna start it. doing this while you keep talking. That's what I keep <laughs> totally, thinking of too. Totally. So when the cycling Murrays come through, and they are an actual like circusy type family. They, there's a bunch of unicycles. There's some like the big tricycles that bounce up and down with the wheels and stuff. Like (laughs) this is their thing. And I will tell you, when you see someone who's really proficient at a unicycle. Yes. I don't care how you slice it. You, you you're impressed. You're impressed. Yes. You're a tip of the hat. Like, so, so (laughs) myself, no, thank you. It's not my jam. Maybe it is. I don't know, but I'm not gonna try it. But to see. Yeah, I give them props, especially the ones who go on the tight wires. Jennifer. Wow, you, you, I didn't so realize much how much you knew about, I mean, the Cycling Murray's really educated you in a way that I don't <laughs> think I could even add much to this story or scenario. The Cycling Murray's. I have seen impressed. them. I've witnessed them firsthand. <laughs> and, and Ellen, of course, the minute you said unicycle, that, theme music went in the back of my head like on a loop so yes yep. obviously i associate them with the circus i forgot about the cycling Murrays. my bad um having only witnessed them twice in my life but nonetheless um yeah no it's it's definitely a fascinating sport to pick up i wonder how one says like oh i think i'm gonna give that a whirl <laughs> i guess they pro- like pogo stick to that i don't i don't know the, the progression <laughs> I will also say, and this is maybe oh, going God, into a bad spot for a second, though. Like, I will. This is the one thing that I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast. But when I watch them, when Alexander, especially, was doing that back, forth, back, forth, <laughs> I have to think as a female, it has to do a number on your hoo ha, and it does, right? Like, if you're going like that, and sometimes to keep your balance, you have to lean way forward and then go way back, and it just looks like it could be painful at times. Like, you know, sure, I'm just saying. 
Oh, or as a man. Who am I kidding? It's not just Every, a female. I was going to say, as a I mean, they probably have universe. a more yeah. uphill climb. So, everything brings risks. Everything brings yeah, risks. That's, I, I mean, really it's, it's impressive for those who, who can, you know, who can manage to do it. But yeah, I have some questions and, and no, I don't think about it very much but thanks for the education alexander that was a lot that was impressive i don't think about it do you do you want to pose your questions to the universe i mean we've got our listeners no i already gave you my number one question which is about how does it affect your undercarriage is what i'm saying (laughs) okay so what uh, okay what i find interesting about this like it or not is that there was never and I think it's telling in its way and apologies to the Murrays, but I think it's telling, I think it's telling in a way that neither of was just squirted wine out my nose. <laughs> Murray's. Funny. Isn't that? Murray's aside. <laughs> all, all Murray's taken into consideration. Um, neither of you said, oh, I always wanted to learn that. Oh, I really want to learn to do that. Too scary. Like it's not one of these, like if, like if I said, hey, what do you think about, you know, learn to fly a plane or learning to be a professional equestrian, you might have said, I, I w- would have expected maybe one of you said, oh, I always wish I'd learned how to ride horses or I wish I'd learned how to fly a plane. But I, no one goes, oh, unicycle. I always wanted to master that. I really did just want to take that down. So that never came up in your conversation. It was more you as the observer of the of the unicycle talent, which I totally understand. And believe me when I say I never had any desire to learn to do it. This is actually a loaded uh, item because I have friends who have a relative who rides a unicycle and takes it extremely yeah, seriously. Wow! And do for it's real? a source of endless, <gasps> endless. Wait, you got to give us a tiny yeah. snippet. You Maybe actually have friends who have family members who do this. Yes, that's amazing. Can you give us a little little something? No. Song? I, I, all I can say is that what we what we did is we looked up online how long it took on average to learn to master the unicycle, and then we looked at how long he said it took him to learn the unicycle. And so it's something like a person can become pretty proficient and be able to ride around and blah blah blah, and something like you know an hour a day in three weeks, something like that. And he's been working on it for about eight years. So. Oh. <laughs> So not so true. So I don't feel like it's it's a career path. Got it. That's going to be successful. Well, you but, know what? But he I'm trying not in... to judge. I'm trying not to judge. Alan, I think he was born into the wrong family. The Murrays I... would probably disagree. If his last name was Murray, <laughs> totally different one wheeled path for him. It would have been. <laughs> he would just be grooving on down the road. Oh my God! I can't believe it. Chewing some wasabi, gnawing on dark chocolate, riding a unicycle. That tells me going to speed round. Okay, I have so I have an assortment of speed round questions today. Some, I'm really, I have such a weird assortment today. I'll start with the kind of a, just an easy one, mainstream one. Okay. Would you rather be a really fast writer or really fast reader? 
Oh, that's a good one, Jennifer. Um, I will say I'm both. I, I, that didn't mean to be like braggadocio. Oh, I, but I, I can, no, I know that sounds, I sound like such an ass. <laughs> Sorry. Only to those I reading did. and writing nerds, Jennifer, to the rest of us, it's fine. But I will say okay. that there's the, the, the big, um, the drawback of both of those, uh, factors, skills, whatever it is, is that, that you miss shit. So if you're a really fast writer, like sometimes I'll fire something off and I don't, have the wherewithal to stop, look, edit, check, and I send it off and I can get in trouble. And then other times when I'm reading too fast, I forget like the, the nuances and the small things and the little things that were probably part of the really big picture and would have enhanced it even more. So I think they're almost equal, if I can be honest, because mm-hmm. I, I do both and I know the pluses and I know the minuses of both. And I think that they're equal. And I just sounded like such an asshole. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to be that way at all. And by the way, it doesn't mean I'm, I'm not smart. I'm just saying that I do both quickly. Like I probably rushed through both of them too much. I always like saying. to ask for the I'm dumb person's opinion. Okay, I'm an a asshole. dumb asshole. I, I asked a dumb asshole. Oh, That's well, then, then what a great time for me to chime in. Um, yeah. So- <laughs> So I am thinking, like, I'm with Jennifer. I'm a fast writer, but I shouldn't be. I actually, I emailed someone something, and I made a little joke at the end of it about how my interests, you know, are Netflix and Pinot Noir, like, ha-ha. And then I was like, I don't know this person. Like, maybe I should have just reread that one before I sent. Luckily, it ended fine. She had the same sense of humor, but whatever. Um, So I am a fast writer, I think I actually would like to be a fast reader because then I could get through a lot of stuff. I'm not known for my patience. I would love to be able to like suck in all this content and like read this stuff really, 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 really fast. And I have to assume that if I'm a fast reader, I'm retaining it. It's not because I mean, my eyes can dance over the words like anyone can do that, but I got to assume if I'm a fast reader then it means I'm retaining it all. I think that's what I would like because then I could plow through a lot of books and a lot of magazines and a lot of stuff and I would get it all and I could save time and then I could do more because I, I do a lot. Because, yeah. <laughs> I pack a lot of stuff into a minute, folks. <laughs> Answer, yes. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> I think it's uh, the question for me, I, it's a tough one. It's a tough Are one. Are we reading it wrong, the question, by the way? No. It says, would you okay. rather be a really fast no, writer I know, but or a really fast reader? Recently, Alex and I have gone in a direction. You're like, it's interesting that you both took that direction because I would have approached it from a different angle. So just making sure that. But that's us no. being fast readers. So, you know. That's it. That's <laughs> it. No, it's uh, it's more it's more that I always let you guys speak first, and I think about the question. And go, okay, you have to assume that the quality of what you're reading or what you're writing is equivalent, right? So that if you get this power to be a very fast writer, um, you can write decent stuff. It's not just I type a bunch of stuff. I'll be home at five. Don't forget to get the pancakes. Call your mother. Blah blah. blah. It has to mean that you can be a fast quality writer in the same when you make the choice of that versus be a really fast reader, that means you could read Shakespeare. It means you could read difficult literature and you would be able to read it faster. Like both of them elevate at the same level. You know what I mean? And I guess for me, 
I'm torn because I find I really, I'm a good writer. I like to write. I'm pretty good at, at, at shooting things out pretty fast, but I wish I was better. I wish I was better and I wish I was faster. It's very important to me to, to try and be a better, more pro- prolific writer. And I'm struggling with it, especially right now. It's something I'm working on. On the other hand, to Alex's point, there's so much to read, so much good stuff to read, so much literature to read, so many things. For, I have stacks of books sitting on my guest room bed of books for me to read this summer. And I'm, pla- thanks pandemic. I'm getting through quite a few of them, but um, I, it's it's very hard to choose. I think... I will choose be a faster writer right now because that's because if I could write at the quality level and write it faster, I'd be able to get out all the things I want to get out, especially because I'm getting older and I think I'm going to die. So I want to, <laughs> so I want to try. I, don't think you are. I, I think, I think I'll be around for a while just to annoy the world, but, but to be able to get it out faster is that would be my vote. That'd be my vote. I have a quick question. Yep. Do either Cause I feel like uh, all three of us write, uh very similarly uh mm-hmm. you know it's uh we mm-hmm. you know we write the way we talk exactly what's the word for that i can't think of it i don't I'm know we're, we're conversationalists no there's an actual word but I can't oh extemporaneous it. whatever nope, it's not that. oh, oh damn sure. i can't like find the words come on ellen you're our word lady what's up Anyways, <laughs> whatever it is um those of us i feel like we write the same way the three of us we write the way we speak which is in isn't that called uh there's an, I don't know. I, I say. Anyways. All right. I'm going to make it simpler for you. I think this is one. It's kind of in our wheelhouse, the kind of questions we ask. Let's go to this one. Would you rather sweat milk or sneeze glitter? <laughs> sneeze glitter. There's. Uh, can I tell you? I don't know. Okay. A, I love sneezing. Well, okay. We're in a global <laughs> pandemic. So hey, sneezing. Why? I love sneezing. It feels awesome. It's like stop right there. What do you mean? You love sneezing. I love it. I love it. Like I see people who, when you when you look at them and they go, "I'm a strong sneezer too." I get it. I get it. I don't hold it in with that weird little girl. Like no. Yes, that's the one I'm talking. When I see people who do that every single time, and I may not even know this person, I will always be like, "Question: Why do you have any idea how good it feels like to just let one fly?" So, so well, I love sneezing. And again, global pandemic, this is really taking a toll. You know, you know, who let's make it? believe we'll make believe it's regular world. And a, and an innocent sneeze is an innocent sneeze. Okay, good. However, I'm going to say sneezes, just so you know, I see you, I feel you <laughs> and I'm here for you because oh. this is, this is hard. It's on a tough time for sneezes. them. It is. <laughs> anyway, this is, but yes. This, yeah. So first of all, sweaty milk, that is the most disgusting <laughs> thing I have ever heard in my entire life. That is foul. Like, like makes me want to like throw up on this microphone. <laughs> and on the flip side, sneezing yep. and mm-hmm. sneezing glitter, that's the coolest thing I've I might actually just start keeping a handful of glitter alongside if I feel one coming. I might just let it fly. How lovely would that be? I, Aside from the germs. Lovely is the word. Yeah, so I think it's a great, I think it's a great idea. Jen? <laughs> Jen. So, so, first of all, I sweat a lot. So anything that involves <laughs> sweating, as, as my mother would say, the heat bothers you, Jennifer. Yes, I know. It does. It definitely does. So, uh, no, anything with sweating, I'm out. 
and milk. And, and as much as I love dairy, and you know I do, you know I love to eat, sure. drink dairy. No, I don't want to sweat it. I don't want to be a glandular thing. Yeah, but to Alexandra's point, I think the glitter is what puts me over the edge. Like a glitter is like surprise, like a party. <laughs> hey, I'd come up with a million one-liners for that. Like if I was like, you know, caught in like a you know line at Target and I accidentally sneeze and a party. Went, I mean, I, glitter came out. I'd be like, kids, look, it's a pinata. Oh, it's not. Like there's a million ways you could make that fun and such a great conversation piece and just screams joy whereas milk sweating those that two words together are bad so actually doing them are awful can i say one quick thing before i go to ellen on this because i think we're all in agreement I'm, I'm i don't know if you're gonna go with milk sweat ellen. i hope she does. i don't know if yes. you're gonna go with milk sweat yeah but if you do let me just preface it with one quick thing which is that um about three weeks ago Alexandra introduced me to the fact that Gary Larson, the great far side, fabulous Gary Larson is back on our planet. Like he's back. He's got a website and he's revealing some cartoons he's been working on for years since he's been, you know, underground in a bunker or whatever. And they bring such light and levity, especially during these trying times. I hate to say trying times because it's such a cliche, but they do. And when you just posed this question of the sneezing confetti, all I could think of was it's a it's a Gary Larson like thing. And <laughs> and this is what we've been missing for all these years. I may I might blame COVID on the lack of Gary Larson at this point. Because it was wow. such a frivolous and fun way to deal with things like the two, you know, sneezing confetti versus sweating milk i can see yeah. him drawing a cow sweating milk being like sorry i'm sweating milk i'm a cow you know what there's I do. Just so many ways to do it I, it just makes me feel lighthearted and fun about every different thing that you're saying these days enough sorry back to you ellen okay yes i and shout out to gary Larson. so glad he's back he's so wonderful um i think you know i think you guys kind of you in your each of your own ways you hit the nail on the head, which is there's nothing festive about sweating milk. There's just not, there's nothing party-like, there's nothing positive. No one's going to say, oh, she, well, she's an intriguing person. She sweats milk. Mm-hmm. Um, not, is, eh, just, and, and you, and so that's, that's part one. There's nothing festive about it. Whereas sneezing and glitter comes out. It's like, you guys get ready for this because you're going to laugh. It's fun. Right. So there's nothing festive about it. And the other thing is that you can be sweating all the time. You can mm-hmm. be sweating a lot of the day. And yes, yes. And we have a. No, a, I am sweating most of the day. She's raising her hand right now. That's what I'm doing. Um, yeah. So I'm with you. I'm going to sneeze glitter. I'm going to take my chances. I'm going to blow it out hard. I'm going to, I'm going to stand with arms akimbo and say, ready, everybody. Here comes your disco party. Prepare. I'm a fan. I think it sounds awesome. I wish I wish I did sneeze glitter. I'll tell you that right now. Well, we're gonna make it a little hotter for you right now. A little hotter. Oh gosh, hold on. This is sexy sidebars coming. Okay, here we go. All right. This is this is one I was uh I saw this. I'm like, I can't believe somebody wrote this because I do have a little sidebar sidebar story about this. But first, would you rather laugh uncontrollably after sex? Or cry hysterically after sex. 
Oh, no, Ellen. <laughs> oh, there is no good answer. There's no <laughs> right answer here. You got to laugh a lot. You got to cry a lot. What's, what's your mood? There is I, I don't no, want to go first. There's, there's oh, no winning. I'll go there first. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go first, and it's going to be brief. Only because I'm super uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Me too. I love, I love you too. I just want to say, sidebar listeners, these two, for all of their grooviness, are a little bit of Yankee Puritan ladies who do not Irish talk Catholic. About, we don't do, talk about it. We don't sure. talk about it stuff. So I knew they were going to have to dance around this. And if you guys need to talk about it in the third person, or I have a friend who did that, you could do it every you want. But I love seeing them squirm. And that's kind of why I threw it in there. Yeah. And honestly, cyber listeners, I'm looking at the three photos on my little Zoom computer here. <laughs> and one is hysterically laughing. And the other two are kind of like, why don't you go? Why what do you, I say? What do I how say? How do you go first? Well, why do I, why do I go first? I, Just know, I, all we're talking about is laughing or crying. We're not talking about any of the other stuff. Um, so I'm going to say laughing because I feel like crying would creep me out. And at least laughing, I mean, maybe he would. It might be a downer, you think? I don't know. But wouldn't crying too? I don't know, man. Yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go laughing. Um, I feel like it brings a bit of levity to the situation. That's not a situation. What am I saying? Oh, my God. I'm going to go laughing. I, it's, it, again, I'm, I don't See, like the question. <laughs> like the answer. I don't like picturing it in my head. Ellen <laughs> is barely being able to stay on her seat. She's left and right and backwards and forwards dying laughing by the way also ellen you know yes. what i don't like is you right now <laughs> that's right if oh, you really choose Jennifer. something something <laughs> other yeah, than me thanks. what are you gonna do jen laugh or cry i've done both in, <laughs> in my in my time on this planet and haven't we all yeah I mean, I have a real answer that I would like to tell you both, but I really don't want for the seven listeners that listen to this podcast to know it yep. too, because I'm not sure yep. what the deal is. And um, I will say this, and it's a little bit of a get out of jail free card, but nonetheless, I yep. will say that um, the, the bodily functions of a woman can be triggered in ways to evoke both. Yeah. True. For real. Like, yes. Legit. You and, can have these reactions. Yes. And sometimes that can actually be a sign of a job well done for yes. a gentleman. <laughs> if I'm saying so. Right? It yes. can be a, a, yes. a, a bit yes. of an applause. Yes. So, whatever standing way o. It makes your a body standing do that. Yes. Standing O. A standing O. Exactly. You know, for the seats in the back. And, <laughs> and, and I'm just saying that I. Yes. Uh, okay, this is where I will leave it. My body, you know, I know I'm not trying to. No. Anyways, 
I'm just going to say this is that uh, your your <laughs> way your body re- reacts. Yes. And if it does it on cue, I think that the that your partner will feel pleased by. So I yes. don't really care what it is. If it's a laugh, if it's a cry, sure. if it's you know a guffaw, if it's a guffaw, um, I was wow. going to go. Other, uh, you know, I'm just gonna stop. No, I'm just uh, gonna stop. No, no. that's right now. Hold on, I yeah. just, I just found Jennifer's towel. It's right there. <laughs> I, I just found it. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! I Over to you, Ellen. We're all, we're all so uncomfortable right now. Oh my god, so uncomfortable. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, what I will here is what I will say. With children I, and husbands who could possibly come across this, of course, at some point. Oh. Ooh. Of course, I put you on the spot and you both tap danced. Your legs have to be tired because you did a very nice job of tap They're dancing open. around. Hey, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I was kidding. I was, I was going with the moment. Continue. Continue. No, I like I it. Like that. I like it. Continue. I like if it. If we were just the three of us, it would be a very different conversation. Of course it would. Fair point. <laughs> but what I will say is I saw this question. I, this is not what I made up. I found it somewhere and I read it and went, oh my God. I know I have encountered one side of the situation. I have encountered someone who laughs uncontrollably in this, in, oh, in that physical like situation. Uh, yes. Every time. Yes. It's like a sex in the city episode. Yes. They, every time. Yes. It was someone I dated. It was somebody I dated. Oh, oh someone. Ooh. Yes. Who, who laughed uncontrollably. Yes. Yes. <gasps> And what? it was, yep, abs. Yes, it was. I am a full disclosure, and I found it off-putting <laughs> the first yeah. time or two. Yeah. Like, uh, until we d- talked about it and found out that it was it was absolutely a thumbs up kind of a reaction, and it was absolutely he couldn't help himself. Couldn't help himself. It was. It was a physical reaction. So to Jen's point of there are things, for example, it's just like if your heart is swelling when you hear, you know, my country tis of thee and tears come to your eyes and there are things that you can't control. This is one of those things that you can't control. But the point is, if you had to choose one, he clearly couldn't choose it. It just kind of happened to him. I think it would be hard to, uh, to cry hysterically. <laughs> And have that be something that everybody in the room would be comfortable with. I think that would be so. I think laughter and 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 frankly, as far as I'm concerned, laughter is 92 percent of the intimate experience with most people. If you can't, if there's other stuff, but if you can't laugh about it, then you're not going to get very far. So I'm a fan of the laughing uncontrollably. I'll take it, and I've seen it, and that's weird. What can I say? Wow. It's kind of a sexy sidebar. Like I said, I want to hear from our sidebar listeners if they feel like they're like, hey, you're going, we wanted this to be a family show, and now you're talking about stuff that's like, ew. I want to hear it. Because I'll say, Whoever. that's too bad. Are you, are, you really pl- are you playing this for your kids? Are you really playing for this that, for That's my kids? question. Anyone's playing, playing this for their kids is like. It's I, mental. We, we got, we got, we got can we say that anymore? You can't even say that anymore. You can't say mental? I don't know. It's like a general. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, sorry, sorry, listeners. They're bananas, as you like to say. They're bananas. You got that straight, sister. That's right. 
Okay, I have another one, but it's so deep, I'm going to save it for the next sidebar. It's, I can't, I can't. It's like the Mariana Trench. Remember? Mm. Fall back, everybody. Now I know all about the Mariana Trench. Is everyone excited now about the deep sea and about all the things that are down there? Or horrified, as I said. Yeah, I don't want to learn more about it. It sounds very scary and deep. Yeah, literally deep. Like d- deep down into the world. Okay, so I tried to cheer him up as a big wrap up, everybody. <laughs> but no, they're like, no, it's the worst thing you ever talked about, and never again mention the depths of the sea. You know, there's certain things that just scare us, and we don't like to think about them. Nothing scares that. me. Nothing scares me. Nothing. Except, you? except Weenie yelling at me in the middle of the night to come downstairs and crack open another can of cat food. That's Aww, the thing that scares us. Like, God damn it, I'm gonna stub my toe. You know it, Weenie. You're just challenging me to live in this dangerous territory. It's like being in the Mariana Trench. Oh, That's God. what it's like. Yeah, That is. Your, your downstairs when you're in bed is your Mariana's Trench. Am I a cat lady? No, not yet. Thank you. No, you need, like, you need like nine more cats to become crazy cat lady. Oh, just one God. cat does not make you cat lady. Does not, not a cat, cat lady. lady make. It, it does not way. a cat lady make. You have one dachshund. It does not a dachshund knucklehead make. Well, He's only a part dachshund. Right. We don't know what he is. Elvis is a question mark. Oh, I know what he is. <laughs> Littlest dictator. That's what that guy is. He That's totally what everybody's is. dog is. They are dictators, those dogs. All right. Listen, we covered sexual stuff that nobody should know about. No. We covered milk sweat, which is just gross to even say the two words together. We talked about unicycles and no one in your family is going to come screaming in saying, mom, will you please buy me a unicycle for Christmas? Although I hope they do. If they do, I'll give, tell them I'll give whoever says that first, I'll give them like 20 bucks. I have a question. Yes. Did we disagree on anything today, you guys? I think we agreed on everything. Um. We Ellen, like- I think we agreed on everything today. You guys, this does not normally happen. I feel like there was one that was a... Uh, I don't think so. I could be wrong. I think... You guys... Continue. This was, this was a sidebar for the it's ages. Like a, this is the golden sidebar. Right. It if you're never- both right. I don't think you're right. I think that there was See, something... I already that forgot. Not- See, now it's turned into silver sidebar. Now it's silver sidebar. Silver. Not bronze. Silver, silver. sidebar. No. Silver sidebar. We, we didn't get gold. Now, now oh, we're just well, silver. Okay. Fun. okay. Thanks, Jen. It's great. You're welcome. No, you're great. You're fun. <laughs> okay, cyber listeners. Cyber's gonna have a little bit of a come to Jesus after we get after we get off the air. But everybody, get out. We're there. gonna laugh. We're gonna cry. It's gonna be just like having sex. I do. <laughs> and and then we're. Gonna- uncontrollably sex <gasps> imagine if you will all right everybody listen uh last political note remember send in and get ready to vote by mail okay just do that for me will all of you i'm gonna do, do that, that ellen i'm gonna do the texting thing i like i like that do it uh, or join idea. a text bank do something get involved this is it's worth all the marbles look at us we're sequestered it's not good we're quarantined schools are mental it's all we're all in upside down land so everybody needs to do their part do one thing do one thing you haven't done before that's what i will say everybody try to do one thing you haven't done before yep and everybody's wagging their index if you could see us pick a thing and do it you can do it i did it you can do it all right Sidebar listeners, keep talking to us at totalsidebar at gmail.com. We love you. We'll see you. Say bye, ladies. Bye.
Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>